0: Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the fourth and final episode of the Hybrid Theory Music Review. I'm Ryan. I'm
1: Zach. And this is Max.
0: Today we are going to be jumping into uh, Forgotten, uh, Cure for the Itch, and Pushing Me Away, the final three songs. We left off with uh, Place for My Head, is that correct? That is, I think that's good. Yeah, I think I that's think correct. that's correct. Yep, that is. All right. I just had to check my notes. But anyways, <laughs> Strap In, should be another riveting episode. Uh, but before we get into that, the most important part, what's everybody drinking this afternoon? Well...
2: I am indulging in a lovely Pinot Grigio. <laughs> wow, <laughs> bougie over here, Pinky. Yeah, yeah so bougie with my <laughs> Pinot Grigio from uh, a box. Pinky, <laughs> Pinky <laughs> up, Pinky, Pinky. The higher you raise it, the fancier you are. <laughs> the fancier you are. Yeah, um, awesome, awesome. Yeah, this was left over from uh, Jordan's birthday party, and it's actually quite good. It's quite good. It's, it was like Bogata Box or something. I think that was the brand of this. Boda Box. Yes. Hmm. Max, thank you. Boda Box. There you go. It's, it's good. It's not like over the top sweet for a Pinot Grigio. So I actually like it. Hmm. Awesome. Max?
1: Um, I went with the old reliable, the old spotted cow. Spotted the cow, huh? Yeah. Except it was in the, uh, like the the space between frozen and cold part of my refrigerator, so it's like is it perfect. like a was it like a slushy when you opened it?: No, the outside or like, was like just a slushy shy. there was like some some uh, icy on <laughs> on the glass bottle. That is perfect. So you know it's it was the right temp- temperature.
2: right. I'm surprised you don't have like a, a thing of wings sitting next to you for the the perfect pairing, right? right looks <laughs> exactly. like uber eats is gonna have uh, another thing
1: coming
2: <laughs> <laughs> ryan right. what do you I'm got not, going
0: over there I'm not very fancy today i just got rolling rock out of a can
2: i'm back in college again baby <laughs> i'm back in college i swear every party is rolling rock in the keg it's like a really? good is like a good middle ground where it's not like super good stuff and it's not terrible Right next right? to three 24-packs
1: of PBR.
0: <laughs> yeah. For the less fancy people in
3: the, in the party. <laughs> Did you guys it's ever like,
2: have cool before? You ever had cool? I have no idea what that is. You've never had... Oh, it's like real knockoff PBR, is how I would describe cool. Oh, my God. Is any, have you
3: actually had, like... Um, like, Milwaukee Ice.
2: Like, do people actually drink that? I've had it before. Yeah. It's it's a thing. Uh, f- for those of you watching on YouTube, this is a bit of a different episode of The Muddled Thoughts because we're not recording in the middle of night for once, so that's pretty exciting. Everyone's <laughs> like, why is there sunlight behind that? Yeah, right. Yeah, holy crap.
1: And Ryan, too. You Ryan, can see my whole face. Your bedroom everything.
0: is lit. <laughs> <laughs> and And it's... Bright, it's always lit my bedroom's always lit
2: i feel a little bit more awake i'm excited it's it's good i can see you guys it's lit quite literally lit right <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited to finish up this album i feel like we me too it just we've been doing this for over oh, many weeks now four weeks talking about this yep. album it's gonna feel good to get done
0: with it yep move on to the next one
2: Hmm. What's it gonna be though? Oh. I think we might have already given it away in a previous episode. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, potentially. I'm not sure. I think people that know us already know what's gonna be just yeah. by knowing who we are. True. Right. Anybody that's listening at this point probably has a good guess. I would guess. Mm-hmm. SpongeBob mm-hmm. soundtrack. We all know it. Spongebob the movie.
0: Just a whole four-part episode of, like, each 30 seconds of the campfire song.
2: Number (laughs) one on the ranking. A goofy goober. (laughs) Breaking it down. We got the Rip Pants song in there. A lot of emotion behind that song, so.
4: The winner takes all. Could
2: be a whole hour on its own. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, don't even get me started on uh, Bubble Bowl. And uh, and I don't even remember the name of that song. But yeah.
0: <laughs> sweet, sweet victory. I'm disappointed in sweet you. But anyways, victory. let's
2: get into... Flag <laughs> twillers! Flag twillers! <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to get into uh, yes. what the people came for now? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think okay. we've, we've stalled enough. Okay. As if we needed to stall.
1: <laughs> right.
2: All right. First, uh, as you said, Ryan, the first song on our list for today is track number 10 on Hybrid Theory, Forgotten. dark again. From the top
4: to the bottom. the i stop. At the core i forgot In the middle of my thoughts. Taking fire from my safety. The picture's there. memory won't escape me. Well, why should I care? And the memory you'll me. As burning up. The darkness holding me tight.
1: Cool.
0: I'm curious to see if we have a lot of the same notes in these last three songs like we did the last parts, Zach.
2: Yeah, I think as the album has progressed, we've kind of all of our viewpoints have kind of converged at least a little bit. I think we all started in maybe a little bit different places, but then, as the album has gone on, hearing everybody, and you know, taking the whole track list into consideration, it it does seem like it has converged at least a little bit. Maybe not completely. Right. I'm curious what Max has to say about these last couple songs because they're much more, I think, musically inclined. At least number eleven is. Curious to hear if there's anything special. But uh, As in, like, more, less lyrically driven, is what you're saying? A little bit, yeah. I think so. <clears throat> okay. There's, I don't know. There's some stuff to unpack, for sure. I guess we'll get there, right? That's what this is yeah. all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But with Forgotten, track number 10, we're kind of immediately thrown into the the song. There's no, like, interlude to the song like there has been in the previous ones. Now, right. I don't know if that's done on purpose or what, but I made a special note of it, because it's like, I think maybe it mirrors what the song is talking about, where maybe, you know, the actions or the thoughts aren't as thought through as they were previously. I'm not sure, but mm. it's one of the only songs that's like that on the entire album.
0: So. Yeah. Um. I mean, my first note, on there is gr- growing numb to bad memories and negative emotions slash trying to forget so it's like you said it's kind of towards the end of you know the struggle and they're just they've come to terms with it and they're just trying to push it away
4: mm-hmm
2: yeah so I'm gonna read the first couple of lines here because I have a note that's very similar to that and then we we can go from there Um. so right. again the very beginning starts with from the top to the bottom, bottom to the top I stop, at the core I've forgotten in the middle of my thoughts. Taken far from my safety, the picture's there, the memory won't escape me but why should I care? Yeah. Yeah, like you said Ryan it's those, uh, those memories and those thoughts that they kind of that they're thinking about but they're it seems like they're almost like ignoring it or just like choosing to act kind of rashly or like Boldly, I guess, maybe is a better word for it in this case.
0: Right. I mean, and that line, um, the memory won't escape me, but why should I care? Is just like the perfect <clears throat> like vocal representation of just mental wear. Like, like who gives a shit anymore? Yep. Is essentially what that line is.
2: Like They're done. No mocks. Yeah. I'm like, done. Whatever. If
0: it's if it's gonna stick around, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. It's kinda like about i think of it as like um like working in the restaurant business right you're so busy there's so much to do that you've gotten to the point where you're like you just accept it you're like i'm screwed yep. i'm screwed that, either way <laughs> that done. was
0: me on saturday by by like two hours before end of service i was like you know what whatever i'm not even gonna be angry
4: anymore except <laughs> <accepted> as this sucks
2: <laughs> let's just get it over with <laughs> exactly yeah mm-hmm yeah. So, I guess, yeah, I can totally relate to that. Because once you do that, you have that moment where you just accept that it's bad. There is, like, a feeling of relief almost behind that, right? You don't have to worry about it anymore. Just
0: accept your fate. Roll with the punches from there on out. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like a weight lifted off your shoulders, you know?
2: Right. It's like, why stress out about something that you're probably not going to be able to change anyway? obviously keep working at it, but don't get so stressed out about it that you're not going to deal with it or move on, I guess. Right. <clears throat> cool. Yeah, sounds like we're on the same page so far, at least. So. ESPN. <laughs> ESPN? Da-na-na,
3: da-na-na. <laughs>
2: I'm Chris Berman. Jesus. So, um, okay, what do we got next here? Oh, we actually take kind of a sinister turn here, at least mm-hmm. I think. So the next, yep. next verse here is, there's a place so dark you can't see the end. Skies cock back in shock that witch can't defend. The rain then sends dripping, acidic questions, forcefully the power of suggestion. Oh, yes. So funny thing about
1: this verse is, um, actually I think most of the song, Mike Shinoda actually, I think, said in some interview that he needs, like, a lyric sheet for this during the live performances because he can't, like, memorize all these words. Really? Or something, yeah, something about it. He just can't, like, have it memorized. Hmm. Which I don't blame him. This has got a lot of content, a lot of different things
2: going on. I can see that. It's, and he's saying it so fast, too. right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to do it either. Like the the second line, Skye's cocked back in shock that Witch can't defend. That one's That's a tongue be twister tough. right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sky's cocked back in shock. Blah, 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 yeah. I yeah, can't do it. So
0: I. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I would just as with all the other episodes, as I actually look at the lyrics and we start talking about this, I realize more stuff. I feel like this song is kind of Quentin Tarantino'd.
2: in a way what do you mean by that
0: because um the intro uh and well i guess the the chorus is um the memory won't escape me but why should i care so it's like they've accepted it but then in the first verse they're kind of explaining what they were going through like it's there's a place so dark you can't see the end and shock that which can't defend
1: so you're saying like the intro is like present day, and the, then the first yeah, the, is like three months before or something. Yeah,
0: like. it's like revisiting kind of. They like get that that first intro is, you know, how their problem how he's resolved. getting over it, and then the yeah, and then they go back and tell back. you, yeah, yeah, and <clears throat> the place so dark you can't see the end. I feel is just like a c- perfect explanation of what depression is it's like
1: going with our you know mental illness theme Mm -hmm. right chester's just like you know what i'm a huge
2: fan of pulp fiction you know yeah right quentin what's up my dude (laughs) (laughs) not only that with depression but i dare say we're slowly getting into like suicidal tendencies Mm -hmm. almost power of suggestion yep. (laughs) acidic questions that's the part yep. that I had underlined, was forcefully the power of suggestion. Suggestion to do what?
0: What? Yeah. So... Which, which could also be, once again, another nod to schizophrenia,
2: and it's just, I don't know, there is so much stuff going on in this album. I'm... The one line that I still don't quite understand is, the rain then sends dripping acidic questions. I... I don't know how to unpack that line. Like, what are the acidic questions? Maybe Is it saying... Go ahead, Max. Oh, I was just going to think... I was thinking, like, what if it's about him, like, the
1: rain, as in, like, crying, you know, about what he's going through? And then that kind of makes... And then, you know how, you like, after you cry, you kind of, like, reflect on what... You know, what what, what was I emotional about, you know?
0: Yeah, because the rain could be, you know, just the sadness, the gloom... And then the acidic questions could just be things that you're asking over and over again, and they're just kind of
2: eating away at you like acid does to anything. Exactly. That's... <clears throat> I think that's... that. You guys are absolutely right. Like, the acidic part of it, specifically, it eat... Like you said, Ryan, it eats away at you, and it, you know, it, it wears you down, right? Like, it's a yeah. slowly... It, it slowly happens to you, again. Yeah, it's, it's very good, the whole, like... I, I like the imagery of possibly like the crying or the not getting over the stuff in the past or the the memories, you know. Right. You like that? I like the. Im- I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it specifically. I know. I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> Is it one of those days? I love it. Is it crap on Zach Day again? <laughs> crap on Zach. It's creeping towards that. <laughs> it's like every other day, so I'm not surprised. <laughs>
1: I'm curious what you guys think about the next part, though.
0: yeah, me too. because I have some pretty
1: deep notes the, all right with the eyes shut looking through the rust, rust and rotten dust
2: like all right, yeah let'll uh, I have them all up here, so let me, let me read them quick here. I'll let you guys go first after I'm done too. so then with the eyes shut looking through the rust and rotten dust, a small spot on the. F- Small spot of light floods the floor and pours over the rusted world of pretend and the eyes ease open and it's dark again. Max, the on there?
0: Since you were so curious about it, I'll let you go and then uh, we'll see where it leads from there.
1: Yeah, I mean cuz I was I was curious what what you guys got like imagery-wise of it cuz like with the eyes shut looking through the rust and rotten dust, is that his own eyes or is he reflecting on someone else through his memory?
0: I, I think I, I think it's just like Eyes shut, just kind of you know, thinking things over, or maybe not intentionally thinking things over. Maybe his with your eyes shut, you can't see anything in the outside world, so it he's trying to look out. Through all those clogged memories. The rust and rotten and dust could be, you know, forgotten past, built up stuff. And he's trying to close his eyes and look through all that stuff and just be able to be in peace
1: with his eyes closed. Guys, guys, okay, hear me out. So in that entire passage, he doesn't a single time say the word I, but all the other parts during which might be considered the present tense, he says I. So he's almost talking to himself in the third person as a different person.
2: Mm. Again, the schizophrenia, beam yep. comes back in full
1: force yep. here. So when he, when I, when I'm hearing that now that I thought of that with the eyes shut, looking through the rust and rotten dust, it's like he's looking through himself as when he was a different person, and looking, looking through the rust and rotten dust as in looking at like the, the bad. Or the bad space he was in, maybe.
0: Okay, so just reading this line by line and really thinking about it. So I think it's more of uh, the second part of this verse is more of a story of a failed escape. So then with the eyes shut, looking through the rust and rot and dust. So he's trying real hard to close his eyes, put all of his strength together and push those memories deep down and just relax and then something either makes that strength break or reminds him of something, and a small spot of light floods the floor, so there's one tiny memory coming up that he noticed, and then it pours over the rusted world of pretend, and all those memories flood back in. He realizes he can't escape it, and the eyes ease open and it's dark again means you're safe in your head, but as soon as you expose yourself to real life, everything starts all over.
1: Right.
2: Safe in your head... Yeah.
1: So, you, so you're saying it's, do you think maybe it's a dream?
0: It's, it could be. Yeah. Or, yeah, it could, or just like we talked about in previous episodes, you know, when you try to go to sleep and just shut your brain off for the day, looking through the rust and rotten dust could just be trying to find, you know, five minutes of peace from thoughts. Yeah.
1: Or more specifically, a nightmare.
0: That's that too. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, the possibility he's asleep. So, yeah. I didn't even think about that.
2: My question yeah. to you guys is what is the light in this case? Is that it it seems like the light here is the the trigger, right? Is it a memory? Is it a person? That's what is I'm thinking. Thing? I'm thinking it's it's I think it's a
0: trigger. It's one small memory or something that opens up just this whole Pandora's box. Mhm. And just floods everything back in. It could be that line could be the floodgates open, you know, the pipes burst. Any metaphor for, you know, one small pinhole unleashing a deluge.
1: Yeah, do you think maybe it's something that's like good that's that's, you know, like he's saying pouring over the rusted world as in like all right, this nightmare is being essentially eradicated from his from his head or do you think it's more of like the light is him kind of like about to wake up and then when he wakes up he realizes that he's not happy even though he got out of that nightmare Mm.
0: that actually is that makes a lot more sense yeah yeah I can't decide which one it it is though I don't know Mm -hmm. that's the thing it's so it's there's so many clues to both sides but that really (sighs) makes a whole lot of sense like he's asleep
2: Hmm. I'm inclined to think that it's a little bit of both yeah.
0: So then, is looking through the rust and rotten dust, is that the, the dream kind of flipping through all the different thoughts in his head?
2: I think so. I think, like, the, the rust and rotten dust, the chain link fences, it's, it's all painting like a, a picture of what it's, or at least what he thinks the inside of his head looks like, right? It's this weird, kind of desolate place that, you know, it's not nice, right? He recognizes right. this it's not a good place to be but
0: but it's better than being
2: awake yeah at least to them they feel that this is a good place to be at least for the time right and right. again this this trigger this small spot of light and i want to bring up some of the metaphors we had before with the sun and the moon and how that light imagery comes back again even in this song so i i don't know I don't know yet. I don't know if the light here is a memory, a person, a thing, or, or what it is, but it very clearly is coming back again, where it's it's reminding them of the real world. And I don't know if that's salvation or if it's bad, because, again, that last line, right. the E's open and it's dark again, It that doesn't seem much better to me at all. So, no, I
1: feel like we'll get more clues when we keep reading on.
2: All right. Let's do that, then.
1: (laughs) Let's do that.
2: So the chorus here is from the top to the bottom, bottom to the top I stop, at the core I've forgotten, in the middle of my thoughts, taken far from my safety, the picture is there, the memory won't escape me, but why should I care? And then in the memory you'll find me, eyes burning up, the darkness holding me tightly until the sun rises up. The sun is back, baby. It's back, <laughs> the sun! Brian? <laughs> you look very inquisitive over there.
1: <laughs> Brain blast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you guys go. Just give me a second. <laughs> I'm trying to processing
1: at all... All cores.
0: I'm trying to figure out what I'm actually thinking here.
1: it's the, like the a Mac, the Mac scrolling wheel is happening right there. He's like a Core i nine, and he's just going just pegged. <laughs>
2: um, Overclocked. So in the memory, you'll find me. Eyes burning up. Yeah, that's. I really didn't have a whole lot. It's such cool like imagery. Again, eyes burning up. You get light. You get fire. I I don't know how to unpack it as far as if that actually means something. I just think it kind of further adds on to the whole light and dark metaphor.
1: I think it just it adds a little bit to that, but I think it's just a simple metaphor to him again reflecting on the memories and the how maybe that well, I'm making this not simple at all. When he's reflecting on the bad memories, how and that entails his nightmares. So, when your eyes burn up, it's kind of usually a side effect of crying. You know, your eyes get all, like, red and shit. Uh. And then the darkness, you know, keeps surrounding him. And then until he... I mean, maybe the darkness could be the nightmare until the sun rises up, you know, when he wakes up. But I, I could maybe misinterpret this.
2: Mm-hmm. It, it also kind of contradicts the last couple lines that we were talking about, though, too. Where... like that spot of light you know it it the the line um the eyes ease open and it's dark again so like this is saying the darkness is holding them tightly in their current space but then until the sun rises up almost like it helps take it away so and i'm just confused even further now
0: well i mean it's just it's just a vicious cycle i mean
2: hmm
4: yeah
0: i mean depression is just it's it's this this is day by day i feel like this song is day by day so he wakes up and deals with the day goes back to bed wakes up deals with the day i i am trying for the life of me to figure out what in the memory you'll find me eyes burning up i don't i don't think he's talking about physical eyes obviously i believe it's his mind eye, mind's eyes but in the memory you'll find me who's he telling that to I think himself is, is he trying to is he is he talking to himself is it is, are we hearing from a, uh, the second
1: personality at this point i feel like is this, this is, is a, go it's got to be the like you were saying the vicious cycle i think of someone who's depressed and him telling himself you know because i think when you when you i don't i, I don't think i necessarily have depression i think this might be a sensitive topic but i feel like most people when they have that that you know point of brain activity happening that they might turn into someone that is different than maybe someone that you know normally maybe you could say so i feel like maybe he's talking to himself to console his emotions Like, maybe. think back
0: to happy memories. That's the real you. Don't listen to what's going on right now. Yeah. But then what so, does eyes burning up mean? I mean...
1: I, like I said, I think that might just be know. him talking about how, how you know, his eyes are... He's viewing everything and it's, red, you know, painful. Yeah. yeah. Right, exactly. And then the I sun... Ri- maybe the sun rising up is him getting out of his his, you know, his depression, you know... I mean, again, I don't know, but I'm just, that's how I'm interpreting it.
0: My note on that was, I think it means you're stuck in your head until you find the ability to rise above it. Like, the sun rising up is you overcoming that darkness and, you know, finally pushing it behind, even if it's just for the day or a couple of hours or Mm -hmm. what have you. I totally
2: agree with you, Ryan.
3: So, and I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even know what I mean.
2: <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, so, like, the note that I have here is... Um, so, I, I said perhaps the sun is the single spot of light that keeps the singer going in this case. So, like, again, like you said, you know, it, it's them overcoming these internal demons and these things going on inside of them. Even if it's only for a day or even a moment in this case, It's still right. it's still something... I guess, quote unquote, good for them.
0: What really keeps screwing with me as we do this whole this whole episode, all the parts is there's so many things that could be taken both literally and metaphorically at the same time or like Mm -hmm. figuratively or however you want to put it. I mean, there's so many things that mean they don't mean what they mean, but they might, Mm -hmm. but they might not.
1: I'm going to scramble your brain for a second. What if oh, the son oh no. is his oh, potential no. love interest, and the son is the one that is is protecting him from his own depression?
0: Okay, we're going to need an episode five for the last two <laughs> <few> songs.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the lens that's that I've had this whole time. That's, keep, that's what I keep thinking, and you guys keep like presenting viewpoints that make me think otherwise. I keep thinking that the sun is like the lover or whoever it is that's like their rock, but I could also see how it's not at the same time.
1: Like the spot of light that floods the floor and pours over the rusted world, that could be his girlfriend waking him up from a nightmare.
0: So now that you bring that up, is this whole song about how depression and mental illness could just destroy your relationship? Like, is this whole thing that we're in part of, is it is the whole thing just... His realization that something's going wrong and trying to scramble everything together could be. I never thought about that <laughs> until now. Like this whole thing could be a mental decay, or it could be a you know, a relationship decay. <sighs> right. I quit. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <I'm> tired. <laughs> it's <laughs> I'm enough tired. brain
2: activity for the day. That's what I like I about this album so much, though. I mean, I know it's you have all this different imagery going on but we're never straight out told which way is the right way to think about it bro we're a half an hour in
1: and we haven't even gotten through the bridge yet uh, well the next song's going to be
2: short is it though
1: i don't know
0: (laughs) but just a side note the the depth that we're going to with these songs for this first episode like the inaugural part of this idea makes me extremely excited for the rest of the season (laughs) just a little aside
2: yeah, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> Our level of like appreciation and understanding is going to be at an all-time high. And it's just, yeah. Like, like we said when we first started this, I mean, we liked this music to begin with, but now that we've gone so deep into it, it's just a whole new level of appreciation at this point.
1: Like we're es- right. essentially ascending to the one percentile of people that listen to music. Because everyone that listens to the radio is like, ooh, this is a catchy melody. And then right. we're here like, the sun represents a, r- a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> brain blast. Well, and he's, and he's depressed.
4: Oh. <laughs> yeah,
0: big and brain And <laughs> my hope is that this kind of bleeds into our listeners. I mean, I hope we open people's eyes as far as what you can actually find in songs if you take some time and just really listen.
1: Mm-hmm. I just hope that, like, anyone that is. Listening to what we have to say and what we have to, and int- what we interpret these songs, you know, you're you're kind of like, in- unintentionally nodding your head, like, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard that song, and now it kind of makes sense.
2: Right. At the very least, I hope it at least inspires the people listening to think about the music that they consume a little bit more critically. You know, just think yeah. about what is actually being said. It's one thing to appreciate the music side of things, but then also like great lyrical content and using them both together. It's just, right. I, I don't know. I think it's kind of a scarce resource these days. When,
0: when they wrote the, these songs and put all this thought and, you know, hidden meaning into them, they didn't want people to just go, all right, cool. Next song. Like it was written to be,
2: it was written for people to do what we're
0: doing right now. I feel.
2: Hmm. I, I think that that's probably what they intended from the start, but and like most things, usually never goes according to plan, right? Something right. And and I think because even though you could
1: argue, I mean, I think Meteoro was a pretty close representation of a part two to hybrid theory. Um, mm-hmm. you got to realize how much work and effort they put into creating the lyrics and the music to it. That how right. how could you make essentially a part three, or a third album that sounds like this. Because everyone keeps arguing, oh, Linkin Park's not the same, you know. Only the first two albums were real Linkin Park, like. Yeah. No, it's just, if you keep doing the same stuff over and over again, it's, it really loses its, its yeah. meaning. It's, it's just like...
0: It's
1: like, like what, building,
0: an, building an entire house in a day and then not having anything left to do, and then just, you have to just...
1: It's like, it's like writing a There's book. There's nothing to work towards. It's like writing a book. You can't write the same words and expect people to enjoy right. it. You know, like, oh, that's I, already, like, I already read this.
0: That's like if... Leonardo da Vinci would have painted the same painting except changed one tiny thing each time he did it.
1: Yeah, it's a different painting. Hey.
2: Hey, oh, hey. Paint the Mona Lisa over here. Hey. <laughs> Baba de boop. That's exactly how da Vinci sounded, by the way. <laughs> gonna open
0: up a nice glass of red wine, talk to Jimmy the Fish. I'm gonna, and have drink, a good time. I'm
2: gonna drink my Pinot Gris over here and paint. <laughs> you
4: come to me.
2: <laughs> This is the Mona Leslie over here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh Leslie!
2: Oh boy, <laughs> man, this episode took a turn, man. <laughs>
3: oh man! All
0: right, <laughs> we got. Where move were along we? Here. Where, are we? Going
2: Where here. were we? Hold on. Verse I think
0: we two. should. I
1: think we should go to the bridge because I feel yeah. like the rest of the lyrics are kind of repetitive kind of the same kind same same, repeating the same the same
2: thing thoughts. in a different way yeah hold on hold on hold on i got one thing to add here that okay. kind of echoes what we talked about at the very beginning so um it's right after the next um verse it goes into a little piece of paper with a picture drawn floats on down the street till the wind is gone and the memory now is like the picture was then when the paper's crumpled up, it can't be perfect again. I do like that last line
0: mm-hmm. yeah, me too
2: so i I wanted to stop and point that out because I think I think that is probably my favorite line on the entire album, just because I think it really sums up kind of the overall message that's going on here is that not only are they doing struggling with all these inner demons but the different memories and experiences that they've had have changed them so much so that they're no longer like they used to be and using like the paper, I guess, is a really great, really great metaphor here. So I just wanted to stop and, you know, appreciate that. I think again, this relates to more of a relationship
1: issue where you think about perhaps like an ex girlfriend that you might've had and you think about, When you're in the relationship, how the good times have been really good, and then once you break up, they kind of taint the the integrity of those. You know, you you think, oh, this was a great memory, but now that I know about it in this way, because I don't like this person, it's not really great anymore.
0: Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I get it. It's kind of like I wish I didn't know now what I didn't know then.
1: Yeah, or just thinking about a certain memory that you used to think you th- used to think fondly of, but you don't anymore because you, right, you're not fond of that person.
2: Now you're just somebody that I, used, I used to know. To
1: know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't remember that Linkin Park song. <laughs>
2: it's a real great Come song. cover coming next Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> Are we ready for the bridge, gentlemen? Yeah, I'd say. I think so. You're talking about, now you got me caught in the act, right? That's what you're (laughs) talking about. Now you're bringing that thought back. Telling you that, I see it right (laughs) through you. (laughs) Well done. Well done, sir. This this should not be funny. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you who didn't catch that, it's, now you got me caught in the act, you bring the thought back, telling you that, I see it right through you. Looks like it repeats over and over and over, seven, and over and over seven times. times seven times as a matter of fact.
1: And the way that he presents that that li- the you know phrasing of lyrics, it, it doesn't like sound repetitive. It is repetitive, but it's like very
0: it like builds in intensity. Yeah. like he's just yeah. kind of throwing it out there at first, and then at the end it's like it's, it's almost like um. Somebody who's just like angrily punching the wall, right? It because it's like soft.
1: The first four, I think, are soft, and then they go bring in the guitar because he, he whispers, Now nah, you got me caught in the act, and then it goes, But you bring the thought back, and then all the guitars and stuff come in. And, um, in the background, while Mike is rapping it, um, Chester is kind of doing like a harm, like a harmony to it, like not with lyrics, but he's doing the like a ooh and like it it kind of helps bring the the power to it the build you know makes it build up even higher.
2: Yeah, it's it's like it's all building up towards one point, right? Right.
3: Let's see. Yeah,
2: and it, it just highlights more of that like frustration i think more than anything like, like we were saying at the very beginning they recognize that they're just in this whole crapshoot of a situation and they're upset and they're dealing with it but it's like all right we're moving on you know we're doing something just like right. we're, we're trying to get over it the best that we can
1: yeah and in, in this part he is you know he's saying you as in probably referencing the, the love interest and saying I a lot so it's definitely that that present tense that we were talking about earlier
2: yeah it, again showing that like that other love interest or that person it's bringing up bad memories of the past that they probably don't want to deal with anymore and also like the the last line telling you that I see it right through you you know they can see through the you know kind of facade that they've put up at this point forgot Mm. what song that was but last part we were talking about how um you know they kind of like ran away from their it was in runaway as a matter of fact they ran away from their problems but then they found this other person that kind of came back to them after everything had happened and they put on this like again this facade trying to get something from them the line um the sun doesn't give to the light or the sun, the sun doesn't give light to the moon, assuming that the moon's gonna owe it one. That I think that's kind yeah. of the facade that we're seeing here. You know, they're yep. putting on a face, right? Right.
3: That's yeah. yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I,
2: yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Cool. uh yeah. You're cracking the puzzles over here, Zach. Right. Big brain. <laughs>
1: 300 IQ. I feel like, I feel like
0: we'd escape an escape room like the second we walked in the door. Just done.
2: They're fun, man. They're fun. We uh, we did an escape room in Kentucky when we went to go visit our old roommate. We nice. We were close to solving it the fastest that anyone's ever solved it. <laughs> wow. What do you, what do you have good. to
1: do to just like do you solve problems or do you solve
2: puzzles or it's mostly like riddles and puzzles yeah okay it's just like depending on where you go some places do it where you're all in like one room and you have to it's kind of like uh just solving like a multi-step puzzle where you got to do this one thing so that you can get a key to open this box that'll give you the key to the next clue and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's in like multiple rooms to make it a little easier to unpack so you don't get confused, but it's more or less the same thing, right, just okay. with like that different themes so yeah, the hardest part usually is just getting started. It's like, okay, what's the one thing I need to go down this rabbit hole of clues so I can get out of here
0: right An idea for a podcast season that's all
2: you need to go down this <laughs> rabbit hole we're in. Oh boy. Will we ever escape? Uh, uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um uh, I think that's just about all for um Forgotten. Forgotten, yeah. The the final note I wanted to bring up was the, the last line of um they say until the sun rises up and it's like a very nice light, airy kind of like uplifting way to end the song even though it's really like heavy and kind of depressing but it still ends nicely
0: almost makes me feel like either the sun rose up and they overcame it or the sun rising up was suicide
2: ooh yikes that would not be good (laughs) I don't know
0: that's just kind of the feeling I get I don't know I
1: I think the bridge is just him like getting so worked up to a point where he gets very very like he can't control his own emotions you know yep, how like when you get, get really too. really upset about something so you keep tying yourself the same thing and you can't get over something and then once you find someone or something in solace you kind of just like make make it work and I think that's when the until the sun rises up that's just him mm-hmm. realizing all right it's it's fine I'm over it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's kind of the, been the whole mentality, the whole song. It's like, all right, I'm done. I'm over it. Let's move on. Because I think that yeah, that
1: final Until the Sun Rises Up, I think that's him finally. Like, he keeps telling himself that he's over it, but he, I think that last one is he's like, all right. This is done. it. Done. This is it. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. That, that's, I agree. that's another... Another like music and lyrical connection, you know, where the actual tone of the lyric that's being delivered is more of a message than the lyric itself. Agreed.
2: Yeah. I got nothing else to add, my guys.
1: I think we're done
4: nope. with Forgotten.
1: <laughs> I <don't
2: laughs> think so. I think
0: we can forget it.
2: That was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the cringe. <laughs> All right, cool. If we're done with that, then let's move on to arguably the the best song on the whole album. Right, oh. guys? <laughs> yeah. What? Sure. You, well, yep. We have a very special <laughs> guest for you <laughs> right. tonight. Song like to numero introduce- 11, Cure for the Itch.
4: I'm for the great,
0: like we discussed before it's kind of just a showcase for uh, the DJ abilities just to say hey we're not only rappers and rock artists but we also have this
2: dude who can do this is it though is it really just a showcase (laughs) I don't know I I
0: honestly I'll be completely honest with you I only have one note for this song okay what is it it's it's not even a note. I just asked if they had an infection that's giving them an itch.
2: Oh, come on. Now <laughs> that was all I had. That's nasty. <laughs> that's nasty.
1: Max, did oh, you yeah. have anything for this one? Not really. I mean, I really really wrote some generic notes that I'm not even going to read, but there is one thing I did. <laughs> I did write on here. Um I said cure for the itch could be somewhat could be a somewhat corny synonym for wanting to scratch like a record, or less corny and, de- and or less corny and deep, perhaps relating to drugs, as people on certain withdrawals find their skin to be itchy while suffering through them. Bingo,
2: bango, my guy. Whatever, Max, making me look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, I agree with the latter part of your statement, Max. I think yeah. that this. Um, so. And we got to go back to the story, right? That's being told all this different stuff that's going on. In the last song, we were talking about how they've kind of accepted the situation that they're in and they're going to move on. But here for the itch now in this overall overarching narrative, in my opinion was them basically taking drugs, one multiple, I don't know them taking drugs to get over all these problems and become numb to everything because it's the way that the song plays out it's all very different like styles i guess even though it is a showcase for um mr han in this case the dj right yeah
4: um
2: it's it's very much a showcase for him but i think it also furthers the narrative of them getting over things by taking drugs Um, so you want to hear another thing about relating to drugs that
1: last line all right now wasn't that fun let's try something else let's try other
2: drugs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and
2: And then you know oh i like that let's go try crack or something you know indirectly indirectly after that line too it's like very like floaty and kind of like gracefully like moving back and forth like they're Lost in some kind of like weird drug-induced fever dream, and they're just kind of so like, like a, their minds
0: off, you know. Started with crack, and then it's acid or weed or whatever, you know. There's like a real upper, and then
1: kind of a bootin mellow some, out,
2: booting some black tar over there. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, some
1: sweet black tar heroin.
2: Mm. Where must sell that. <laughs> hey, where must <my> sell that. <laughs> Only the real ones know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that was really all I had for this song. Is that I, yeah. it, it felt like a drug induced like coma or dream to me. That's what I got from this song. Yeah, I I could go down with that. There's no lyrics to unpack either. Besides, uh, <laughs> no. let's hear it for the great Mr. Han. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that fun?
0: Well, let's try something else.
2: Yeah. Anything else you guys got to add? But oh, I, oh,
0: yes. Now for a lesson in rhythm management. Is that like pacing yourself and not taking all the
2: drugs at one time? Or,
1: or trying to disguise yourself from looking
2: high? Mm, 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 mm. You got to manage it, you know? Yeah. And let people, other people know. Got to make right. sure your piss test comes clean. It's true. Can't be driving forklifts high. Or... You really can't. You really can't. <laughs> As you'll end up as one of those, like, CCTV, Even like... Even those some people do, though. I know some <laughs> do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> just knock down, like, a whole aisle of shelves with whatever uh, is on them.
1: You've yeah. probably seen videos of people, like, just like, oh, I'm just doing my thing. And then one fork hits one of the rackings. And I swear, some people just don't, like, drill their racking in the concrete. Like, oh, the weight will just keep it. Keep it down. Mm-hmm. Osha's just like, wait, you said what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come again. Come again. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> Alright. So quick quick fun fact. I I recently got to take a tour of um the warehouse that my company that I work for uses. They have wires in the concrete in the floor to help guide the forklifts. So there are aisles that all the product is held in are like extra narrow so that we can fit even more in the warehouse but because of that they don't take any chances when the forklifts are going through it and they have to be like following that wire there's like a little signal that helps guide them through so that that doesn't happen
1: that seems smart but i'm i'm curious i would have to like actually do it to see what that's like
2: it's it's kind of cool I, I saw a couple of people but it's like it's almost like a Tesla autopilot, but for a forklift, basically. Hmm. I don't know. Just a quick little note that I thought was kind of cool. I feel like that would take the fun out of... <laughs> if there is any really fun driving forklifts. The impending doom of destroying the whole warehouse it just keeps it, keeps it real, you know? Keeps you on your right. toes. Right. Yeah. Keeps
3: you in suspense. <laughs> you
2: know, that kind of... Uh, Kind of failure that would definitely push me away from some kind of job like that. Oh, here we go.
0: Oh, I wrote a segue once. (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right, yeah,
0: so I guess that brings us to the final
2: song of the album, the final song. Excellent all right guys (laughs) excellent it's all been building up to this we're on to track number 12 pushing me away
0: Now that we've gone through all of these songs i really wonder where this fits in the story honestly
2: yeah how does this song fit into the overarching narrative well you know what's what's being said here
3: yeah right i mean i i feel like it could
0: have gone before forgotten but maybe not i i just feel like it's it's the realization that things are over but not under your power
2: hmm they're finally taking some agency or like responsibility for their own actions Mm
3: -hmm. maybe yeah great max it's like um i i
1: guess i kind of agree i i do think it kind of fits in the I don't want to necessarily say canon, but I think this does come right after Forgotten, as in like, you know, he's still in that love interest relationship that he was in, but now he's kind of figuring out that you know, I think that that toxic thing he was having wasn't working out for him.
3: Hmm. I guess
1: I was just gonna say, do you have like a description or like a like a overarching? thought about this
3: in your notes
2: um let's see here
3: Um, no i guess i'll say no i don't (laughs) (laughs) interesting so
2: so i
1: said seems like the main character is having some untruths to be with this person and has been faking his own emotions and finds himself deep in his own problems and realizes he should have walked away from it a long time ago
2: Yeah, a lot of the same emotions that came across in Runaway. Right. Walk or run away from the issues. It was like with Runaway, it was more of a overarching or like general sense of I need to get away from my problems, whether it was in like their friend group or just their everyday life. But now Mm -hmm. we're delving into like their their sanctuary or their savior the the son again, or like this other person that they've kind of turned to and realize that even now um they don't want to be with this person, and they're taking responsibility for that yet again yeah. yet again um let's let's read a couple of the lyrics here um, starts out with and this is like slower too so it's I've lied to you the same way that I always do. This is the last smile that I'll fake for the sake of being with you. So like you said, Max, they're, they're donezo at this point. No mas. Right, they're done playing around.
3: Yeah. I, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like they're kind of in denial as well. Denial about what? Just that things are falling apart and that it's time to leave. I mean,
2: I don't know. But when they say I've lied to you the same way that I always do, is that? No,
3: I suppose. Yeah, I don't know.
2: I guess that's like that's my question. Is that the is that the denial of the denial of what they've done so far, or is it the denial of who they're with and the decisions that they've made thus far? Because that's that's kinda of what like I'm trying to suss out here is
0: Yeah. I mean I'll fake for the last smile that I'll fake for the sake of being with you maybe is like denial that this may not have been going well for quite some time. I don't know, kind of a refusal to accept that this is a long time coming.
2: Mhm. And I'll, I'll bring it back around to the like figurative meaning that you were discussing before Ryan with uh like the schizophrenia and the different person inside of them. It could also it could be interpreted two ways of is it like being with the actual person that they're with or is it the like the inner demon that they're been living with their whole life or at least through this album at this point you know are they right. are they done listening to that person or trying to go back to that every time things go wrong
3: both. yeah both maybe it is, yeah right yeah i don't i don't know this whole thing is just <laughs> messing with my head dude <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's the great part about this we kind of reached the point again like we said before it's we're not told which way we're supposed to interpret this and we're left to kind of just figure it out for ourselves which is I think that's a really good part about it don't need to be spoon fed everything yeah how boring
1: would it be if they're like yeah this is the
3: meaning
2: (laughs) all Right. right episode over yeah we could have such Great, you know, lyrical content, like parking Mack trucks in little garages, and mm. that's what we have to go off of. Little, little garage. <laughs> right. And lots to unpack there, but... Uh... <laughs> Certified freak. Seven days a week. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as, like, notes go with the song, I didn't really have a whole lot. Um, it... I really just kind of summed it up to, you know, this is the final part of this epic story or, you know, I guess narrative that we've been, go- been taken on as a listener, right? And right. They've decided that they're done, they're going to move on, but the future is really quite uncertain still. Um, so let's, let's keep reading some of the lyrics here. See if we can kind of suss out what's going on. Um, So we've got everything falls apart. Even the people who never frown eventually break down. The sacrifice of hiding in a lie. Everything has to end. You'll soon find we're out of time left to watch it all unwind. The sacrifice is never knowing.
3: A lot going on there. Any notes from you guys? i
2: i guess let me ask this do you guys have any like specific points that you want to talk about here or
0: not necessarily i feel like the whole song is kind of basically the same progression we've dealt with before Mm -hmm. um i kind of got my points out at the beginning right i feel like this
1: song is a summary of most of the feelings throughout the album
0: yeah yeah it's kind of a synopsis of where everything ended up.
2: Yeah, this, in a way, our thoughts kind of mimic like how the songs are actually told, too. Where it's like, <laughs> the beginning kind of paints that picture and what the song is going to be about, but then it gets repetitive, right? And right. We're at the very end now. So maybe, maybe this is kind of the repetition But it's also the the capstone to it, though, where they're saying, again, it was kind of the last two songs of making a decision, done with what's going on, but again, got to move on.
3: Right.
0: You said something about uh, this kind of being the end cap.
2: Yeah, the capstone to the whole Yeah, capstone,
0: yeah. I find it interesting that the bridge says we're all out of time. This is how we find how it all unwinds. And then the sacrifice of hiding in a lie. It's kind of the realization that this really is the end of this entire struggle. And we're now coming to the realization of how we're being torn apart. Or how, you know, my mental struggle unwinds, unfolds. You know, mm-hmm. goes back to some sort of normalcy, um, and the sacrifice of hiding in a lie I think is like what all got thrown away. What did I miss? What who did I push away? Just to deny that I had a problem instead of admitting it and solving said problem.
2: Mm-hmm. They they lied about where they were just to kind of deal with things. It seems
0: right. Yeah and pretended that they were okay when people came up to them, and, and in reality, they were struggling to hold it together, and that may have distanced some people.
2: Mm-hmm. And to take it a step further, too, the final part of that, the sacrifice is never knowing, where, as we discussed before, they've made a decision, right? But they, don't, they won't ever know if it was the right decision, I guess. Right. Was it really the right thing to do for themselves? You know, how did, how did these actions or decisions affect the other people around them? And they're never really going to know. That, you know, there's this level of ambiguity that's left at the very end of everything. Ambiguity. Yep, that was on uh, the back of my cereal box. That's the word <laughs> of the day. So all those years of college paid off for <laughs> yep, thousands of dollars all led up to ambiguity.
3: <laughs> well Thanks,
2: school did it. <laughs> oh my god. No, it it totally sums up this whole album. Like we were saying at the mm-hmm. beginning of this episode, you know, we have different levels of metaphorical and literal meanings going on have all yep. these different narrative options that are being told. And I I really think this is a good way to end the album overall, where we really don't know. You know, and sacrifice is never knowing. We we will not know whether things were meant to be interpreted figuratively or literally. We don't know if you know what the whole sun, light, moon metaphor is supposed to mean. We're we're not going to know if things ever really worked out. But the important part is that they told the story, right? Sometimes the story itself can be more important than the overall meaning, right? Maybe just documenting it and, and recognizing that it happened, you know? Acknowledgement of it.
3: Yeah. I don't know if I had a thought there or not. It looked like you had a thought. <laughs> I did, but I'm trying to figure out
0: if it actually like means it. I don't know. I feel like this whole album, now knowing the end of the song, it could just be like a recollection after they seeked help. Like it could just be them relaying it to a therapist or just somebody that's close to
2: them that they can kind of
0: unload on.
2: Mm-hmm. It does seem to have like a kind of in retrospect kind of,
0: I don't know. Like I mentioned with Forgotten, with the Quentin Tarantino, like they gave you the resolution first and then what led up to that resolution.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because a lot of the songs have different time frames proposed in them. So right, it it does make and different parties. Yep. Maybe parties. it's a
4: third-party
0: account of this whole struggle relayed to somebody else.
2: Ooh, yeah. Oh, dude, that even opens it up further of you know, if it really is a third-party recount of what happened, you know, how accurate is what they're saying at this point? Is this right. really how things went down?
0: Yeah. And I mean the, the, the last last line of pushing me away is now I see you're testing me pushes me away. So is it at the end they escape from it and then come to some realization after talking through it that they weren't the problem? They were being egged on. They were being, you know... Hmm. You see where I'm coming from? It might not make sense. I don't know exactly how to say it, but you see yeah. kind of...
2: Yeah, I'm trying to unpack exactly what you said. Can you say it one more time? I'm sorry.
0: Like, now you're now I see you're testing me pushes me away. So, like, they're they realizing that, like, it was a toxic relationship to begin with, or the person they were with was just in it to mentally destroy them somehow, get some sort of satisfaction out of tearing another person down. Like, they're realizing that they were driven to insanity and finally decided to leave, but it was through the process of getting mentally just exhausted.
2: hmm <clears throat> Yeah, that's kind of like, that's their viewpoint that they've been saying the whole time is that all these different actions from other people have been affecting them real negatively, right? But we, right. we never know what the other person's motives are.
0: Yeah, we're reading it as this person's just general like, gradually going crazy. But what if there's an outside perspective to all these lyrics?
2: hmm exactly you know who is who's the unbiased third party in this case who's the person yeah. that actually saw all this go down that could maybe shed some uh some truth or some light on the situation right right yeah light might back parted. to the
0: shedding light
3: yeah i don't know it's just it's weird the things that you uncover
0: by uncovering Other things like this. I don't know. This whole this whole part has been this whole episode has just been digging and finding more stuff underneath. Mm -hmm. And I definitely was not expecting that. I'll tell you that I was not. I was expecting to just have our notes and kind of have all of our own opinions on everything instead of
1: just. Building (laughs) very neat, right? Tidy, orderly. It's like, mm-hmm. these are my thoughts. Those are your thoughts. Next track. The so whole <laughs> yeah. album in one part. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah get right. This,
2: uh, we'll get this wrapped up in about an hour, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know.
0: I just, I, I had a lot of fun with this episode, that's for sure. I did too. I had a lot of fun, for sure. I'm kind of sad that it's the last song of the album and the last part of part four, but now on to the next one.
2: Yeah. So with that being said... Gentlemen, do we want to any so uh, final thoughts? I want to hear your final thoughts on the album. What did you learn? What are you questioning? Anything? Everything. Just I want to, I want to hear it all. Let's, let's each give our own thoughts and we'll, we'll end it there and then we'll go into our, our rankings. How about that?
0: I definitely, one thing that I learned, which we addressed briefly before, is don't. Just listen to songs. I don't know that I'll ever listen to a song the same ever again after this episode. You know, i discovering how you guys saw things, what the actual meaning is. I just, It's, it's incredible to me how an album that I've been listening to prob- pretty much my entire life never meant anything beyond, oh, these are really cool songs to me until now. Right. You know, you, when you're actually given the task to delve into something, you never know what you're going to find because you get interested and intrigued and then research that fact that leads to another fact.
2: It piqued your interest with cool music, and then you went a step further and you opened up a whole new world of uh, right? musical appreciation, it sounds like. it's
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
2: <clears throat>
0: I'm very glad that we did this
2: overall me too me too one thing that i learned from reviewing this album is just it was almost educational in a sense where hearing about the different like mental struggles that the singer or i guess the band in this case had was really eye-opening to me personally just because i mean Thankfully, I, I I don't feel like I deal with some of that stuff nearly as much as other people do. So it was, it was very eye-opening to me just to hear these different kinds of emotions and thought processes and how someone can view a situation totally differently on the inside, you know, how someone could have two different worlds in their head where one is what they see and what they talk to themselves about and then the other one is reality. And that kind of... right. You know that kind of contrast is something that I, I never consider something like that in my everyday mm-hmm. life talking to people but to hear that come through in this album and in the lyrics and each and every song it was just it was a really cool new perspective on life mm-hmm. at least for me personally
0: so it makes you wonder
2: what people are actually going through mhm yeah you know everybody is different man Everybody is different. You can never really know what is going on.
3: Mm. Yeah. Crazy. Max, what were your final thoughts? Do you have any? Um. I guess
1: one thing that's been kind of going through my head, I think, throughout the whole, mostly this episode, this part. But um, it's like you gotta you gotta think. Like I don't think. I don't personally think most of the pop songs right now have a lot more meaning than what's on the surface, but I think a lot of songs in this era, and I think even a little bit beyond and before it, have so much deeper meaning inside that if you either like or dislike a song, I think it's always good to always question it and always think, okay, well, I like the song and I know some of the lyrics, but like, I want to understand why maybe if you don't like something and you're like why do people like the song so much maybe look into it and look and see why there might be something deeper beyond that that you're not aware of and Mm -hmm. I think this this album is kind of the other way where I really like it but as you said before you appreciate even more now because of all these
2: interpretations and all these meanings behind it Mm -hmm. right it seems that what you're Correct me if I'm wrong, Max, but it seems like you're saying that music now is more superficial or like people like it at face value rather than looking it's, at the deeper meaning behind things. It's
1: easier to, to see it at face value or it's, it's harder to find deeper meaning because there is none. It's very It's very literal and very easy to understand, so it doesn't give you a lot of intellectual space to find more... Content behind it, it
2: sells. (laughs) Yes, it it sells money. money. Right. Sadly,
1: it it gets on the Billboard top ten. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. As unfortunate as that is, I I think it's the truth though. It is the truth. Right, and that's and that's the, the
1: sad part. But I mean, you gotta appreciate the stuff that's already out there that you haven't listened to, or you have and reflect on it and appreciate right.
2: this appreciate it again you know mm.
4: mm-hmm.
2: i'm curious if there will be like some kind of musical renaissance or like a just a change in how music is made in the near future so. <sighs> dude yeah i hope so too like again like you said max it seems very like just surface level or skin deep at this point point. Mm-hmm. and i think that only gets you so far and a lot of, like, I'll use, the, I'll use this amb- album as example. So with, like, new Metal at the turn of the century, you had people that were really, like, engrossed or, like, really appreciative of this kind of music. But what set Linkin Park, um, apart from everybody else that was in the same genre, not only was the fact that they mixed rap and rock together, but also the emotion behind their lyrics, I think. Mm-hmm. I guess in our research for this, everything that I saw pointed to the fact that they were deliberate with their lyrics and how they chose to make these songs. And that's why, at least at the time, it set them apart. So they had good sound and they had good lyrical content. You know, they had the whole package, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I
1: think, yeah, their deck was definitely in their favor. But I think it's not like they were really handed it to them. I think they just had everything planned out, and and they had the talent behind them to make something as great as hybrid
3: theory. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have said it better
2: myself. I agree.
3: Are we
1: ready
2: for our rankings, boys? I got the tab open. I'm waiting for you to unblock the, <laughs> that stuff. All right, here. So for those... So this is one of the reasons why you should subscribe and um, watch us on YouTube. We're going to open up an Excel document here where the three of us ranked each song on Hybrid Theory um, according to what we like. So one being the best and 12 being the worst. And we each have our own individual rankings, but then we have an overall ranking as well where I just added each of our three Rankings up, and then we can sort and see which one came out on top. So I'm gonna switch over a recording to ooh fancy new layout. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> mm,
1: appreciate your own stuff. Oh.
2: All right. Okay. <laughs> I think. Um. I think
1: also. Um. Being. Tw- I wouldn't say twelve. I don't think there's really a worst song. I think we all know which one is the least best. But. I think um yeah, I think every song essentially is a banger. I think every song is.
3: Yeah.
1: I agree. Some good stuff to it. As like we all like discuss. you said
0: there's not there's not a bad song. It's just I I love the whole album. It's just which one had the most meaning really.
2: Yeah. All right, so I've I've got it up here. I've got it we're we're good to go. We got all three of us. We got the Excel sheet. What do you guys want to see first? Do you want to go through individual rankings first? Do you want to see the overall rankings and go from there? What do you think? Just go left to right.
0: Works we for me. could. Yeah.
2: All right, Ryan, you're up first then. We're going <laughs> right. to grill you. <laughs> I here. don't remember,
0: so I'll probably grill myself after breaking everything down.
2: I, I know. It's been like a month at this point, so. <laughs> yeah. Hold on.
3: I gotta oh hold on. Okay, there we go.
2: Alright. And <laughs> oh, really, one <laughs> step closer was number one. Ooh. Huh? Crawling came in at number two. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. One step closer is a good good choice, though. I, I like it that. Is. I like that.
0: I uh I feel like I may have, I don't know, just the intro has always gotten me. That's always been my favorite part of the song, so. Mm. I like that real chunky, half palm muted guitar and then just the, the build up into everything else. And I never
1: refresh uh. my memory oh yeah
2: i cannot take this anymore
1: yeah Yeah. and then it goes into the actual chords i'm surprised though um you have i guess we'll find out what my rankings are but i was just gonna say mine are very very different i i wouldn't say too far off but i did make some changes spoiler alert
0: i honestly don't I'm trying to remember why I ranked every song the way I did, but like you said, Zach, it was a month ago, and going through everything now, I feel like had we ranked had we ranked the songs now again after doing the final episode, would my numbers have changed? You no, know, because so you of put, the realization.
1: You put in the end towards seven. Um, how come? Kind of middle uh, middle
2: of the road. Or, middle or of the believe, road because it's the most popular song right yeah
0: it's, it's 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 just because i feel like even though it's still a good song i still like it it's lost some of its um lost some of its significance slash i don't know just i it I've heard it so many times it's, that it's not it's not new anymore. Like if if it, I, yeah, if
1: it wasn't overplayed and ruined by abundant yeah, radio play, radio play. Yeah, like <laughs> they're like, oh, here's a the, word, but
0: <laughs> Here's in the end, the hit from Lincoln Park. Well, there's a whole other eleven songs on the album that are just as good, if not better, than this thing that you just beat the crap out of on the radio. Yeah, like if you ask somebody if they know Lincoln Park, they know in the end and numb, and probably maybe crawling
2: i would say yeah
0: yeah and maybe something off of one of their more recent albums but
2: max i don't know if that was max or if it was you ryan one of you guys were saying this was a while ago you're like whatever song they play on the radio for a band it's usually not the best song from that yeah. band Was that yeah, you ryan? ryan
0: yeah most likely okay i've said that to many people and the other thing that bugs me is they say, oh, here's the new one from so-and-so when I've had the album for, like, three or four months. Yeah, you it's, know. it's
1: not... I remember that specifically new. from, like, Revolution Radio. Like, it's not their best album, of course, but it's like, here's this new track from Revolution Radio. I'm like, bro, that came out a year ago. <laughs> like, I get Green right. Day doesn't release new stuff that often, but come on, I've, bro.
0: I don't know if... I... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not usually the best song on the album. I feel like they picked the catchiest song on the album. Like the easiest to, like, dance to or bob your head to or the one one with the least
2: amount of lyrics. The one that you can memorize the quickest is what they play.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it gets in people's heads because it's not complex.
2: Like you'll never hear a Tool song. You barely hear Rush songs on the radio. Either. I know. And I keep going back to Rush. I've been listening to a lot of Rush lately, all right? <laughs> yeah, it makes not, me wonder why do you think, I guess, faulting you.
1: talking about Rush, why do you think Tom Sawyer is their po- most popular song? Because it's got synths. I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's the thing is, like, you, you think most radio hits are because there's so many either
2: hard hitting lyrics or hard hitting. I think melodies it's, it's gotta be because of the rift man it's super yeah. recognizable yeah. like that opening synth growl yeah i i just think as far as rush songs go it's super recognizable like again rush very like lyrically inclined band but as far as songs go tom sawyer's super recognizable So, you think maybe it's
1: the first like 10 seconds of the song that really makes it, if you think about it. Because, in the end, when you hear that beginning piano thing, Uh, it's like, all right, uh, uh, hearing this for the 10th time on the radio, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you recognize it and it's it's a hook. The piano itself is essentially a hook that gets you into it. Nobody knows Bitor and the Snow Dog.
2: About how about Grand Designs, huh? About that.
1: There
2: you go. Or or witch hunt, right? Dude, that song's so good though. I love Grand Designs. It's real good. I've been getting into power windows lately, man. I'm all about it. Dude, power window slaps. I don't care about what anyone else says. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all my homies love power windows. (laughs) not sure how
0: we ended up on three minutes of Rush the <laughs> <laughs> final episode of Linkin Park.
2: <laughs> well, we were but talking I was about saying, like, In the End. It's
1: because like, of In the End. It's like, yeah, the- I just wonder what, what makes a radio hit because In the End is, I don't even think it's arguably the biggest radio hit of at least their discography. But yeah. mm-hmm. they still play it on the radio, of course, and it's, the song itself is almost 20 years old right and i'm yeah. not saying age necessarily defines its relevancy but it, it, it's still relevant which makes it you know a classic mm-hmm.
0: this whole but, discussion just gives me an, an idea for another episode we can do at the end of the season
3: so.
2: all right let's do it put it in the docs. we'll put it in the docks all right i'm excited sure. to see what it's as egotistical as it sounds i'm excited to see what i wrote because i don't even remember what i put down so it's not egotistical that's
1: like all right your memory sucks
2: (laughs) damn there's that shit on Zach's stuff i was talking about again (laughs) no dude no one remembered their listing I (laughs) i looked at it and i was just like why did i why did i put it like that that's so dumb it was very off the cuff I think I did it at the end of like the last notes I took for the album, so it was kind of just like I was tired. I had listened to everything and I was like, "All right, whatever. You got to yeah, do like,
1: it." Yeah, like like you were saying, Ryan, I think we didn't really appreciate this whole album until we kind of collectively thought about it, you know. Right. And you gained so much you gained so much intel on deeper meanings that you didn't even think about until someone said something and they might have said something that didn't give you that information. You kind of figured it out yourself by like, Oh wait, what about this? This could yeah. have been what it meant. And then, and then I proceed to like screw you up in the brain because you're like, <laughs> right. Why? It's like
0: confirmation of <laughs> this. Like, Oh yeah, that's definitely not it. And then you say yeah. it and I'm like, son of a,
1: Bitch. Damn. Like, wh- ah. Why does he make me think so hard about one line? We've been talking about this one verse for thirty minutes. Right. Yeah. Yes, that happened this episode. Shut- yeah, I
2: was gonna say <laughs> shout out to earlier this episode.
1: <laughs> I feel like it was just a couple minutes ago. Right. Yeah. You'll
2: right. see, what- see your ranking. I'm scared, guys. I'm I'm kind of scared. <laughs>
1: Marty, I'm scared. Marty, Marty. Janet, Marty.
2: All right, I'm ready for. I'm ready to get grilled. Here we go. There you go. What What is your problem, bro? One (laughs) step closer. (laughs) Are you serious? What is your problem, bro? Holy wow. Ten compared to Ryan's one. Holy wow. Man, I I took a very different just shows you approach. how differently people listen to certain music. So well, I went with points of, points of authority as number one, eh? It's number five
1: respectively. I really like points mm-hmm. of authority.
2: I do. Supp- I do. Yeah.
3: So how does points of so Yeah you guys
1: very yeah. similar with with you and crawling and I guess arguably in the end is pretty close as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. Again, like the more popular songs, I guess I ranked kind of like middle of the road. Like they're good, but I don't think that they are as good as they could be. If that makes sense, like there's definitely more there. I guess right, and the fact that they are overplayed, I guess, also kind of skews my opinion of them a little bit more. Fair. Um, So.
1: In the end is probably the most, like we were saying, the most popular radio hit. But do you think... What would you think is the second most popular Linkin Park hit off this album? Crawling. Okay, because that's why I was curious why you put it on third. So it still hasn't really been ruined from radio airplay?
2: No, it's not nearly as played as in the end by any means. Right. I also ranked it as high as I did because of the... Because of the way that it sets the stage for the rest of the album, again, Mm -hmm. Crawling is track number five, but it also, again, tells what is going to be happening in the second half of the album where it's really more of a struggle of something that's going on inside the person or inside their own head. So that's why I ranked it as high as I did. It's
1: such a strong emotional release of Mm -hmm. a song itself, so I think it definitely deserves... More praise than I think some people do because they might think it's overplayed, but they're not doing what we're doing. No,
2: they're right, exactly. No. They're like, I, oh, I don't think anybody's doing what we're doing, guys. No, no. Um, I yeah. So points of authority. I believe I ranked it as high as I did because of like the opening parts of it where. It's like a, a whole like rap section of it. Forfeit the game before somebody else yeah. takes you out of the frame. That, that whole part that you said you couldn't do, Max. That's the part yeah, that yeah. I really like.
1: <laughs> right, exactly, because it's so good. And that like tinny
0: beat on the downbeats of every measure—it's just real. It drives
2: really hard. You like
1: to think you're never wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah. If if you would ask me to rank all these now, I definitely would do them okay. differently. So.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Um but yeah, I guess I like the the real driving nature of Points of Authority. I wanted to point out that Cure for the Itch I ranked higher, hard. like much more higher than you did, Ryan. Yeah. <coughs> I ranked Cure for the Itch the way that I did because of the way that it tells the story. I also think that it's well, two reasons. Tells the story the way that it is, right? but also the fact that they took the time to give the DJ a showcase for themselves. They did not have to do this, right? They, they took time out of the album. They dedicated track time to the DJ in this case. And I think that it just, it speaks to the kind of like integrity as a band or like a unit that they had or like the fact that they were willing to do that was significant to me so that's that's why i ranked it a little bit higher than i did um, yeah
1: it makes sense. not the song itself but the the <clears throat> almost behind the scenes meaning of actually having it there to begin with right
2: and then the one that i ranked the least was by myself um <laughs> i'll be honest i ranked by myself so lowly because i just don't like the way the song sounds compared to the other ones fair enough (laughs) so again my interpretation but whatever it's whatever i would rank it differently now if you ask me definitely max are you ready uh
1: it's funny i just edited a couple songs but i don't really remember the rest of it so i'm gonna be a little in the dark uh as much as not as much, but kind of like
3: you guys were. All right, here we go. Ooh, Max twins,
2: twinning. Why? Why? And then Zach working on the uh, nice. thing as well. Place for my head came in at eleven. Nice. Oh, oof. What? Oof. <laughs> Look at by myself. Yikes! It's, i think
1: it's a banger i don't care about what you Yikes. think about that one I, <laughs> Yikes, I, dude. So I changed i changed pushing me away because um because we were listening to it earlier yeah um, we
2: were you and i were twinning on that one
1: yeah and and i i didn't look at what yours was i just put it as kind of adjusting what the other ones were so it's not like i wouldn't look i'm like ooh, i'm gonna put in we're gonna twin like i actually <laughs> just adjusted it based on my own scores um you guys were on the same page with Cure for the itch too yeah i it, so i understand your meaning behind having a showcase for the dj i think that's really cool but from a more less behind the scenes than just part of the the canon part of the the entire the album it just didn't really have much meaning now when after we discussed it about like okay well this could be about getting into drugs like his introduction
4: Mm -hmm.
1: you know in his life but at the same time we've already kind of brought up drugs and addiction before so it kind of feels repetitive at the same time so
2: fair enough yeah didn't seem
1: very important to the to the story
2: i agree as far as storytelling goes not super important but right it is part of it nonetheless the
1: fact that there's no lyrics doesn't help either.
2: <laughs> but once
0: again, if you do what we did, it's pretty significant to the story potentially. So that's, right. that's weird. It definitely,
1: it's not, it's not, that's what I was saying before, is there's no like bad song on here. It's just, it just has the least, least information out of yeah. the rest of them. So it just seems very unimportant compared I'll be honest. to the rest of the album.
0: I think, I think when I first listened to the album and I got to that song, I was probably like, what the hell is this?
4: We <laughs> <laughs> got all this rock, yeah. and now there's like
1: nothing. Yeah. I think one of, one of the things that's actually funny now, looking at this, is um in the end, I've I have the highest ranking for that one compared to you guys, mm-hmm. and I think it's because I really enjoy playing that on the drums. No! I like I yeah, that I've I've regained that's... a lot of interest in that song after I started practicing to it because mm-hmm. like. Again, radio ruined it, but do it. playing it brought it back. So that's why it's a little bit higher on my scale.
3: Radio killed the radio star, man. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> that's on Vice City, right? I think so, yeah. I couldn't tell. Ooh. We have a special I guest.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: special ah. guest? Is she... No, no, know very vocal tonight.
1: She's like I I also interpret the sun and moon as happiness <laughs> and sadness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Uncle John, that's a- Yep, Crawling is about drug addiction. Yep. No.
0: <laughs> yep. You yep. got it. Good job, Remy. Excellent. Yep. What else?
2: What Excellent. else you got?
1: <laughs> yep, Don yeah. Gilmore is definitely Thank a really good Remy. producer. Yep.
2: <laughs> I feel bad Mom- about Number two, with one step closer. I was so far off. That's harsh, you guys. That is harsh. Yeah, that's that's harsh
1: for sure. What was your? You must have had some type of meaning behind it when you were. Like, was it just because it was it's been overplayed for you, or
2: least meaning? I guess. I think the the reason why I ranked it as low as I did was because of... It was, like, frustrating to me personally, in a way. Because this is... One step closer, the song itself is, like, their indecision to do something about the situation that they're in. So the fact that it was so frustrating, like, A, means that it did a really good job of, you know, conveying that motion. But B made me really frustrated listening to it. So because of that, I ranked it really low. Yeah, so, you're, so the actual emotional context of the
1: song frustrated you into not appreciating the, the emotions behind it, I guess, in, in a, a way.
2: In a weird sense, yeah, I would agree with you.
1: Interesting. So it seems like, based on the rankings, we all interpreted it a little differently, of course. But I think yours, Zach, was more emotionally driven. Yeah. I think mine might have been a little bit, of course, musically driven. Yeah, you know, a musicality driven. for me. And I think, yeah, I think, Ryan, yours kind of fit, fit kind of yeah. in the middle between Zach and I. Yeah. In a way.
0: I kind of bridge the gap between all of us. Because
1: there are some things that, you know, each one of us kind of relate to. There's some of us that are twinning and some of them on... Other songs were not.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. I'm curious to see how we did overall. Wh- what's going to end up at the bottom?
1: <laughs> this is this is the official ranking of each song.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Of, of best to
3: worst.
2: Let's find out here.
3: We'll apply a filter. <sighs> All right. There it is. Wow. The crawling at the top.
2: Interesting. I'll, I'll be honest, I kind of like this, guys. I like it.
3: Yeah. Huh. I'm... I, I've... <laughs> like, in the end, barely moved
1: like it's just where
0: it is in <laughs> album order pretty much
1: it 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 is exactly where it is in album order cure for the itch is like yeah yeah i'm down here then, <laughs> yeah, i knew i belong here yeah it's still itching
2: yes yeah yes yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! interesting okay. so man we had real clear cut winners though too look at how much of a difference there is on the top 3 compared to The rest, I guess, even top, uh, top six, I guess, like very clearly, half the album was, I guess, better, in a way, compared to the rest of it.
3: Yeah, the beginning,
2: the beginning
1: half seems to be better.
2: Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, and then number ten. If it wasn't for Mm -hmm. me, forgotten would be much lower on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. But yeah. I was trying
3: to Oh interesting.
0: I was trying to look at that before you revealed everything. I was like trying to do a quick math. Quick math. So it's like it's like the first half of the album just kind of drags us in more and then as I guess it makes sense because we've interpreted the album as just kind of progressing and the later songs are kind of repetitive. So it's like was that our feeling subconsciously beforehand?
1: Yeah, I think I the first know. few songs are just what get you in, and then they solidify even further, but also
2: make you ask more questions. At the same right. time, I yeah, because we we did all these rankings very early on. We did these rankings before we even started recording the episodes for this. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're they're not tainted, quote unquote tainted, they're not tainted by our discussion at all. Interesting. Right.
1: Yeah, in fact, since we listened, like I said, I changed my, a couple things, actually only three songs around, but it was before we started recording this one, and it was the songs that were affected by this episode. So I didn't have the contextual discussion behind it while I was re-ranking some of them. Which ones did you change? Um, I don't remember. I think it was somewhere around the sixth. So it was, um pushing me away, because we we're listening to that one. So I changed that to 6. And then, I must have put it... I was debating with you whether or not that was better than pushing me away. And I, I, I made the decision that a little bit, but not by much. It's so close.
3: Just melodically. Mm. Hmm.
2: Again, with, with one step closer... It would have been, like, the clear-cut winner.
1: It would have been number uno, is what it would have been.
2: Probably. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I rained on your parade. (laughs) That's okay. I can forgive you this time, I think. However, Ryan, like you said, I think that our ranking, where the first six songs, essentially, are at the top, yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably accurate. And I wonder how much of that is because those are the songs that you would listen to more just because they're at the beginning of the album
0: yeah because you didn't have time to listen all the way through so those you like made it up to like halfway through because you had to go be somewhere else or eat dinner or whatever when you got home from school
2: would it be the same if the order was reversed for whatever reason
0: yeah right if they they started out with Cure for the
2: Itch would that be number one (laughs) (laughs) oof I don't think the album would have been listened to if Cure for the Itch was the first track on the album. Like, really? This is what you went with for no. Yeah, that would have been the real way to Quentin Tarantino it, Ryan. Start with the end right? as the beginning.
0: Yeah. It's like wait,
2: wait, it gets better. It gets better, trust me.
0: Right.
1: Just please stay. Just go on to track two. <laughs>
2: It'll get better.
1: <laughs> and it goes in the paper cut
2: yeah oh man or no,
3: no. I, mean, I don't know
2: well i'm happy we made it to the end guys we made it yeah. to the end yeah, this episode's right?
1: a little bit longer than the other ones but i think there was a lot to unpack in the rankings and mm-hmm. i think forgotten definitely had a lot more than i think we expected in terms of yeah. stuff behind it
0: with it kind of being the culmination of you know the first half of the album, it's
3: there's a lot there's a lot in there. It's definitely a lot in there.
2: Yeah, man, I hate to say it, but yeah, it's, a lot of these songs I don't think we ever could have anticipated how much we were gonna unpack until we got no. to them.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't think e- I don't think any of us knew what we were really getting into with this, but. It was we good know, now. we know now. In retrospect, it was a great idea. Oh.
2: I still think it's a great idea. I can't wait for uh, the next album on our list. Episode two.
3: <laughs> All right. Me neither.
2: Anything else you guys want to add? I'm. I'm happy, man. This was a lot of fun, and I can't wait to do it again with you guys.
0: I agree. I hope. Uh, I hope you guys listening and watching out there enjoy it as much as we did
1: and i think the book is closed on hybrid theory
2: yep i think so too Finn. I, th- I think we've done about all we can do here when it comes to hybrid theory yep. well cool cool if you made it this far thank you again for listening we appreciate you listening to the Muddle thoughts podcast um feel free to reach out to us on social media leave a comment on youtube um wherever you're listening to the podcast let us know what you think we're we're monitoring every single platform so we hear you and we would love to interact with you more let us know um what songs you thought were the best on the album did you disagree with us on anything you know is there a story being told is is everything supposed to be you know taken in a vacuum and just looked at individually you know let us know let us know that's what makes this that's what makes this fun, when you, you guys. So, until next time, gentlemen, it's it's been a pleasure. I'm looking forward to next out el- episode, and album, just all of it. <laughs> I'm looking just forward everything. to everything, just looking everything. To stuff. All right. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna shut up now. I'll see you guys next
1: time. All
0: right, keep the glasses full, folks.
1: Yep. Don't be a simp. Don't do it. This is again. <laughs>